So yeah. although there's a lot of meaning behind that part of the song, I still don't like listening to it that much. For that one specifically. N95? N95. Man, I find that's cap. Since I've talked to Adam, all I hear is, hello, new world. I uh, hear him singing all good. the time. I like the it's interesting ca- yeah. song. They're cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll get better with that as time goes on. It's my third day out here. Yo, 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 I'm Samuel Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And welcome to Sound Centric. My boy Adam, how you doing, man? Man, we're back. We we're are back. back. This, we've been um, <clears throat> troubleshooting this uh, virtual recording for a minute. And finally, we are here. Yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a lot of work and it's been a grind too. Um, but how have you been, bro? Summer? We just, I just graduated. School is over. How have you been? Yes, congrats. People who are watching, clap up for Sam. Oh, oh, for me, why? Why for graduating? I thank you. I give myself some cheers. That's a big thing. There you go. Throw in your own sound effects. <laughs> Little narcissistic. Uh, I mean, it's been good. I'm back in Jersey. I had my first day of work today. I'm working for Live Nation. I'm doing some marketing for them. Yeah, that is just some so, cheers. I get my own clap. Yeah. You hear this, guys? He's working for Live Nation. Talk your shit, Adam. Um. So yeah, I'm excited to see what I'll be doing for them. Um, we'll see if I get some some discounts on some shows. I'm trying to see, <laughs> yes, uh, trying to see Pusha T when he comes to Philly soon. Maybe go mm-hmm. to the Roots Pick. You know what's crazy? I was saying this what? to the on my boss today. But the um, there's a festival in Philly called the Roots Picnic, which is run mm-hmm. ran by the Roots. And two of the main acts, or like one of two of like the main acts, are Benny the Butcher and Freddie Gibbs. Where is this so, at? This is in Philly. So yeah. I'm curious how they're gonna have Benny the Butcher and Freddie Gibbs in the same place. Well, yo, we're gonna talk this more. Guy... <laughs> this guy, I'm choked. Because guess what? I got me some Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers yeah, <laughs> tickets here at the shot. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Kendrick Lamar, yes, he's back. And we finally get to talk about this album. I mean, the most anticipated album, one of probably for sure, um, since 2017, Damn. And it's finally here for us to finally review and break yes. it down for you guys. Um, I want to say that I was telling Sam for probably... I said on this podcast, I said it right here. I said he needs to drop the hard part five. Yep. We need it. I'm seeing um what's it, Doctor Strange, the multiverse. Yep. Um, bad movie. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, I, it was good. America Chavez is like not a good actress. Okay, we're, was, we're gonna we're gonna fight out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I get out of the movie and I, <laughs> I get out of the movie and I see that Kendrick Lamar Duckworth has done what I said he should do, and as many people on Twitter have been spewing about. He drops the hard part five. Um, first off, such a cool music video. Um, obviously switching the faces and last verse rapping from Nipsey Hussle's perspective. Um, I love the jazzy vibe on that song. What do you think when you first heard it? It's kind of funny because Adam's the one who told me about it. I really thought Kendrick wasn't going to drop anything. Adam sends me a message about a rumor that the hard part five might drop. And yeah, I'm like, no way, that's absolute cow. If it doesn't come from Okolama, it's cow. <laughs> and then 10 seconds later, he sends me the link. I'm like, oh shoot. The thing is, I heard the song first before I heard before I saw the video. Yeah. And just by the song alone, oh my God, that Marvin Gaye sample, mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Crazy. And the 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 rapping, the 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 production, his ability to storytell and then add that video along top of it, I really thought I was really thinking some crazy thoughts. And you probably I was texting Adam too. 
and even my friends who thought I was tripping. But at that time, Loki, I was saying, Kendrick is number one. He's better than Jay, Big, Nas, Kim, <laughs> all of them. Um, after hearing this album, I did love it. Um, and we'll talk about that more in a bit. But I, I've calmed down a little bit. Yeah. And Wait, he's somewhere you, in the top 10. Did you see that thing? Um, there was an, <clears throat> an artist who, I forget what label Kendrick signed to. Like, mm. not, I know he signed to Top Dog, but I'm saying like Interscope. After, sorry, Aftermath. Aftermath. With I'm saying Dre. like the big, like the giant, like. Because everything's like under another big label. There's like four major labels. Yeah. So Sony Music something's group. on top of Aftermath. So, yeah, just say whatever the, mm-hmm. the label he's under, mm-hmm. um, another artist. And he wasn't like coming at Kendrick, but he said that he made a music video two years ago with a similar face changing thing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I low-key oh did God. this and I'm on the same label as Kendrick. So you never know about those things. Um, what and he wasn't like artist. trying to get... He wasn't like trying to get cloud or anything. I think it was like a fair point. Like it is similar, and they are on the same label. But Homie, uh, listen, I support my independent artist. I love independent artists. He wasn't even independent. No, he signed to the label. Oh well, he's a clown too, bro. <laughs> you know how many people do face changes? Kendrick yeah. is not the first person who did it. Little Wayne literally did it like a year, a couple months before. And you know who the first big person who did it was? Michael Jackson, Black or White. So for you yeah. to put that, <laughs> that out there, hilarious. you just wanted some clout, real quick, bro. Let's yeah. not even mention that clown, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I just can't deal with that nonsense. <laughs> but yo, what were your expectations for this album, man? Uh, it's, it's big. It's Kendrick freaking Lamar. Kendrick Lamar Duckworth. My, my, yeah. You can see behind me, we got yeah. the the best hip-hop album ever made behind me. Agreed. It's Pimp a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, how could one not come in with the craziest of expectations? And I do this to myself. I come into the off-season. I'm like, this is my favorite rapper ever. Like, this is going to be a favorite album ever. Same thing with Silk Sonic. I did that to myself. Did it to myself again here. Um, and we'll dive more into this point. But I think it's hard because this album, and everyone's been saying it, it doesn't have, it's not made for replay value. It's not made to be like, it's not like damn. But the thing that's hard is that when we wait five years, which to Kendrick, he didn't wait five years. He took a two year break probably from making music and then probably made this album over two years. But to us, we're like, oh, he was making this album for five years. He probably wasn't. As if COVID Um, wasn't a thing or the riots. Yeah. Like I'm sure he took a break, then started making it, whatever. But I think it's hard that when we wait for five years for him to release an album, that is kind of difficult to keep consuming over and over again. Because like we didn't wait, to to me at least, I didn't wait like five years to not play this album after the month it released, if that makes sense. You said not play this album at all? Like I play certain songs. I'm still, I'm still, and we'll go through each song by song. I'm still learning what I'm liking. Um, It's my least favorite Kendrick album. Least? Least favorite. So you bump in, what's it called? The So Dedicated, whatever it's called. Is it So Dedicated? The one oh, before no. Section 80. Okay, I'm not I'm not. I'm, I'm just tripping. I'm messing with you. <laughs> Starting from Section 80. Yeah. That's I think, fair yeah, I think I like Section 80 more than this. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. And there's a big uh, quote, or at least in the music world, and when you make music, there's two things. Make music for your fans and make music for yourself. I know sometimes yeah. when I write, I'm not making bars, songs for people. It's for myself and yeah. what I want to hear and what I'm putting out. There's actually a snippet that leaked, and I think this is part of Kendrick's documentary, um, which hopefully we get more information on. Mm-hmm. But there's a leak that came out, and he basically said he knew what he was doing. He said that he could make an album full of radio hits if he wanted to, but instead he opted out, and he did something that was true to his heart, and that was what he wanted to put out, and something that, and a message for you know the black community out there and the internal struggles that he was going through for him to go to therapy. We can definitely say this is Kendrick's most vulnerable album. Can we not 100%. say that? 100%. 
And yeah. the thing I love about Kendrick, I know you're talking about this earlier. J. Cole, when he makes his um, music, although J. Cole, he is, he is very complex and deep, but sometimes his things are very easy to understand the first time through, second time yeah. through. Kendrick, you have to listen to a lot of times over and over and over. And this was a very difficult project to get through. It was just so different in left yeah. field. When I heard the hard part five, I thought I was getting that, that Kendrick. Yeah. Oh, shoot. And all of a sudden, uh -huh. um, I grieve different. Ah! <laughs> so I was like, yeah. I agree. Now that's, I like that. I think that's one of the best intros I've heard in a while. Like that's yeah, one of the songs it. I really love on it. Mm -hmm. um, what was I going to say? I it's think it's just, well, for days. one, people are saying that, <laughs> If you were saying this is, um, it's cause it's so experimental to pimp a butterfly is more experimental. First off, um, I think they're around each I don't, other. I can I can accept your argument, but it's around uh, each other. I would say, and I think one like one issue with this is that Baby Keem was skill set was developed by Kendrick. There's proof that like, online there's there's reference tracks of Kendrick doing that like Baby Keem voice. Mm -hmm. So then Baby Keem becomes famous off of using these voices and doing this music. So then when Kendrick does it, it gives off like the vibe that like he's he's like being too baby keemish on songs. And like it sucks because he did help his cousin do that. But there are certain tracks on here that I think are a little too like this is not my vibe. Like yeah. at 95, um, I like like the second half of the song. I just I don't like the first part when he goes, um, wait, how's it begin with like the lullaby goes, Hello, good world. No, no, that part's All cool. The boys and girls. I think hey. I think that <laughs> I think that part's dope. It's right after that when he goes, um, oh, take off oh, the popo, oh, take, take off, off the, the foo -foo. Foo -foo. take off the ten, take off the bent. Like yeah. I don't like when he does that voice. It just it's just not good to me. I yeah. don't like it. But then when he gets um, into yeah, like yeah. the bitch, you ugly as fuck, you out of pocket. Mm -hmm. That part like starts getting to more like. Then he goes into like the um, the fucking like the different voices and he's mm -hmm. rapping his ass off. I like that, but I I can't. It's not growing on me that part of the song. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with what you're saying. With obviously Kendrick was the one who helped um, guide Baby Keem to find his sound and use that influence. And what kind of turned me off? This was my very first listen. I'm very thankful that I gave this a lot more times, and I was sick and tired of people on on Twitter and Instagram already critiquing the album when it just came out. Yeah, you can't do that. Um, it's too yeah, hard. you can't do that. And at first, I turned me off because again, those little beat, those little Keem uh, references, um, those ad libs, the the high voices, um, uh -huh. it was just a lot for me. I'm like, this isn't original Kendrick. I could say like, this isn't the Kendrick I'm used to. I thought that's a yeah. better way to say it. Um, so it's definitely left field. But I love the introduction. United we grieve, like you said. I'm um, so, so 1,855 days. I like the beat switch at the end. The drum break comes in, and he's trying to explain to you. I basically. He's even with all this money in the world, he's still grieving all the problems. He can buy all the stuff he wants to, but that's still not going to change the fact that he's going through something that's deep. Um, yeah. N95, when I first heard it, bro, I, I hated it because again, those those baby keem you know, inflections I did not like. Uh -huh. I was kind of confused why he was doing this, but then it grew on me. It grew on me. It grew on me. Um, but I do love the concept. Again, take off the fufu. Take off the. If you don't know fufu, bro, you see that right there? That's oh, made from Ghana, homemade. Oh, yeah. And you know what a big dish from Ghana is? Fufu. And fufu is another word for saying like fake, take off the fakeness, uh -huh. take off the fugazi. So the N95 is clever a little bit with take off yeah. the mask, but at the same time, take off all the Julian stuff because without it, you're nothing. You're really yeah. ugly. That's so what I he's think, trying to say, you know? I think a common theme for me in this album, and thank you for saying that because I, I, I didn't know that, um, is that conceptually, it's so amazing. Like, it's incredible. The idea of this whole thing that it's his wife talking to him about how he needs to see a therapist mm -hmm. and he's slowly Shout going through Wendy. opening up about himself. but that doesn't mean, even though it's so conceptually and written well, 
doesn't mean I'm always going to like the way that he went about rapping it and putting it into a song. So although there's a lot of meaning behind that part of the song, I still don't like listening to it that much. For that one specifically. N95? N95. Man, I find that's cap. Since I've talked to Adam, all I hear is, hello, new world. I hear him singing all the time. I like the interest in the song. They're cool. (laughs) Yeah. The one thing I'll say is, like, again, Kendrick said he could have made radio hits if he wanted to. These songs, although they can be catchy, they're not easily catchy. They're not like Drake easy. You hit once, you pick it up. Yeah. They kind of take time because he's doing a different voice. And those ad-libs are so straight-faced. You out of pocket. What? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of just really different. So uh-huh. I, I feel like you're allu- uh, alluding towards Worldwide Steppers when you say you didn't like his delivery. Did you not like his delivery then? Um, Worldwide, I'm trying to think. Is Worldwide Steppers when he goes like the – that's when he's talking about the um, women Yeah, his talked. wife. Yeah, when he um, – yeah. yeah, the infidelities. Yeah, I, t- I mean, I told you my feelings on his delivery. I, I didn't like it. Yeah. I get it. Um, First time I, I fucked it. a bitch was in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Like, once again, the message behind the track, I love. I think it's a dope song. And it's like something like I'm really on Genius. I'm like, this guy's a fucking genius. And I like the beat switch. And he gets into the more like soulful, like West Side Gun type beat kind mm-hmm. of vibe. And I just like don't love the voice he used on it. And there's yeah. ways. That, and I hate to compare, keep comparing to the past albums, but that's what we naturally do when we talk mm-hmm. about an album. But I've, in the, I've liked the way he's used his voice in the past in a weird way. Like, I don't know, sometimes it doesn't hit your ear the same way. I thought that when he does that straight voice. It's the same thing, mm-hmm. which I didn't I didn't like on Family Ties when he does that voice either. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what you're talking about, I, I understand, I definitely understand why you don't like uh, Roadwide Steppers. Um, again, it is a very off-putting flow. But if yeah. you listen heavy to underground alternative experimental rap, as in like MF Doom and those type of characters, they have these weird offbeat flows which I can kind of adjust to with this. Yeah. When you talk about those high-pitched voices, I think you're referring to N95, the third voice, the third verse, where he does that really high, high-pitched. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's like the Mona know, Lisa type voice. Yeah, it'll, perfect. Exactly. The yeah. Mona Lisa type type type. He's on your fucking ringtone. Is this yeah. the type of shit that you do? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, but even so, the definition of this is what I love about it. And once the beat, the beat switch hits, did you not like the second flow he used? Because then he changed it and it was on beat again, and it was incredible. You know, I said I liked I liked when he got, went to the, the West Side Gun type beat, mm-hmm. and then I did fuck with that. I just don't know how much I'm going to be playing this song out. And this is a theme for a lot of the songs in it. I don't know how often I'm going to be playing these songs out of context from the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I think it's a dope song. I just don't know if I'm bump Like, it's a really heavy song to bump on a car mm-hmm. ride to get food. You know hey, what I mean? Hey, man. Call and me a weirdo, all- then. Yeah, and not, not all music is made for that. And I've mm-hmm. seen so many people comparing this album to the off-season, which, like, obviously mm-hmm. people are going to compare Drake and Cole and Kendrick to each other, but these are such two different albums. Yeah. And, like, clearly Cole's album has more replay value. Like, it's just him barring his ass off. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously a song like Amari, I'm going to play before every single track on this album. Fair, fair, But they're fair, completely fair. different purposes that they're trying to get across. Thank you. That's what you have to acknowledge first. Because yeah. Kendrick wasn't trying to make... He, you know... If Kendrick really wanted to, we saw what he did on the hard part five. Bro, he he would have killed everybody in this game if he really wanted to. But he said, no, I'm going to be vulnerable and do this step. Yeah. I get that there's not a lot of replay value on this project. For me, it is. I can bump the first three tracks. Usually, I listen to music differently. I don't have I have playlists, but I really listen to albums. Every day, uh-huh. I listen to a different album. And I can listen through this, and I can bump Worldwide Steppers if I want to. I like that flow. The vroom, vroom, vroom. That's my type of beat. Uh-huh. I love that type of beat. And what he's talking about, Worldwide Steppers, we're all steppers worldwide, no matter big, no matter how small. 
And even in your community, if you're even commit a murder, Kendrick Lamar having infidelities with his wife, which was big. He revealed mm -hmm. to us that he had infidelities. And for me, that was a shocker because this is Kendrick Lamar. He's this, this one of the most, yeah. he's not the greatest generational talent of this, of this generation. He is. So for him to come out and say that is so crazy, you know? Yeah. And I think in the past, what has made Kendrick the superstar that he is, and I've discussed this, I think, on the podcast before, is that he's so good at making a song with a, such a like, complex message, but he makes it in a catchy way. So we've talked about songs like Swimming Pools, where like, what other artists can rap from the perspective of their brain about alcoholism and make it a hit song that's a drinking song in colleges, even though it's about alcoholism. And he has songs like All Right. He has songs like Mad City. There are these bangers that have such deeper meanings behind them. And I just thought on this project, and you're saying it, he wasn't trying to do that, but I don't think he, I think his attempts at making songs, like some songs like Die Hard, it's a good song, but I think it's one of his worst attempts at making a catchy song. Worst? Out of all, worst? like, he's like, because like Die Hard, let's be honest, like was made to be like the most, one of the, if not like the top three most streamed song on this project, the way that it was made. Okay. okay. So we took like the top three songs from each album that he made mm -hmm. to be like the catchy song. I mm -hmm. think it's the worst. Okay, that's that's fair enough. But you I really I mean? did enjoy Die Hard, man. I, I Again, a lot of people were clowning this track and they were like, this is a Black Panther throwaway, yeah. <laughs> which I get it. I get it. Um, This sounds very similar-esque to All the Stars. But I can tell you uh -huh. this, All the Stars is personally one of my favorite Kendrick Lamar songs of all time. Really? It, I, I, listen, I'm really into, and some people, they hate pop infused with rap. I don't mind it. I grew up first with Eminem and Drake yeah. in 2009, 2010, Not Afraid. That's why you tweeted about uh, Not Afraid today. Yeah, man. I forget what I tweeted about, but hey, great song, and that song's inspirational. Yeah. And when I hear this track, Die Hard, um, you know it's not too late, you know, to get my feelings straight, you know, just about relationships yeah. and stuff like that. I go back um, and, and forth yeah. on my feelings on this song, because mm -hmm. like, it is good. Like, shout out Blast. Um, he just dropped an album, too. Oh, yeah. Like he's great. Oh, um, the girl, the girl. I don't know how much I like her. Um, Amanda Reifer, what's mm -hmm. her name? Um, it you sounds like. Her. Honey, cherry, cherry. I thought that was kind of goofy at first. Cherry, yeah, cherry, cocoa puffs. What are you talking about, bro? Dude, it's like a. <laughs> just sound wise, it's a little too like, like radio H and M y Poppy. type. Okay. For me. Okay. But um. It's like I go. I literally go back and forth with that song. But then the next song is probably. Mm -hmm. Top three, definitely in the album. I'm um, Father Time, um, mm -hmm. featuring yeah. Samfa. Uh, this track, this beat, this is my this, this is my shit. This is what I'll bump in the car. Um, yeah, I can I can understand that, bro. But I think you need to listen to Worldwide Steppers because that was a different type of. You just I feel like do you understand the concept? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I keep re-listening to the song. I I like the yeah. song, and there's songs that I've liked before, but plenty of artists that are just not meant to be like and like you were saying you don't really listen to album like mm -hmm. things outside of albums you're mm -hmm. not a big playlist guy mm -hmm. but like i'm not sure like i guess it's just the vocals that are off-putting to me yeah That's i definitely understand that yeah i definitely I can't understand get for me and again uh, everyone picks something different whether the beat to cater to the lyricism or the content and i'm a little bit more the lyricism type and again, just yeah. like I was talking about earlier, just about everyone steps in a different way, whether that's Kendrick cheating, someone murdering something, you cheating on your exam, it's affecting someone else. So I thought that was dope. Father Time was another deep track like you were talking about. Yeah. And again, so happy to see Sample back from, I don't know, he was kind of gone for a little bit, right? I haven't seen any features from him recently. Um, he was, I think, was he on the Drake project? I think he was on the He was, that was a while ago. Um, yeah. he, oh, killed, really? he killed mm -hmm. the feature. 
Oh my goodness. Early yeah, morning wake up, part. practicing on day us. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the theme on this track, and Kendrick's really, um, he's just talking his shit. He's very good, if not the best, at like sticking to a topic and really expand, mm-hmm. expanding on it. Um, and you were saying yeah. how like Cole is like easier to, under, easier to understand. And for us, me and you, we listen to music to like do these deep dives and like listen to the dissect podcast and see like all this shit. Mm-hmm. But I would, the, the most listeners don't want to listen to an album nine times to finally be like, oh, I do like it. <laughs> that's nine hours. Like that's a lot of time. Yeah, it is. And like, but hey, it's yeah. Kendrick. Like I saw people on Twitter, they're like, yo, eighth listen, it, it hit. You got to get to the eighth listen. And like not everyone's <laughs> not everyone's got the time to get to the eighth listen to do that. Um, yeah, and then um, I definitely get it. I definitely get it. For me, it was um, it was my second actually my second listen where I'm like, wow, this is really great. First listen was off putting, but um, I, I enjoyed it either way, man. I just enjoyed the deepness and how vulnerable he's being. A father time, I loved it. Deep stuff as well. I was also surprised by the Drake and Kanye line. I'm like, oh dang, yeah. that's pretty crazy for you to mention. But it wasn't a diss or anything. Just the fact that if they could get along. Then he yeah. must be have some. He might have some like problems within his life that he's not seeing yeah. some more some, issues. Um, something I saw a rapper named Quell Chris who dropped the same time was talking about this, mm-hmm. and the same thing that I was texting you about. I saw some people on Twitter discussing this. It is mm-hmm. interesting that like my friend Jake, he doesn't listen to this style of music usually, but he's texting me. He goes, "Instant classic, best album of the decade." But I would play, Instant? and yeah, he was like classic. And really? you were saying how like some of the deliveries are similar to like MF Doom style rap. If I ever played something like that in a car, I get like bullied by my friends. Or get this shit off. But when Kendrick does it, <laughs> it's like, whoa, classic. So I think Kendrick does I, get yeah. his, um, he does get like a little, not little, huge privilege. Because like he's Kendrick Almost, Lamar. So it's like when Kendrick he does it, it's like, whoa. But there's been people who have been doing this type of music. So that's why I don't yeah. think it's like that experimental as people are saying. Cause like he's is taking like a vibe, like Father Time, like that beat, like isn't something like it's a beautiful beat, like amazing, but it's not like whoa, what is this? You know what I mean? I, I definitely see what you're saying. I definitely see some of that because it's Kendrick Lamar who let it slide. You remember? You remember back then in this world where COVID lines, any COVID line was corny. It was yeah. taboo. It could get you in jail. This boy talked about COVID heavy, and I didn't hear a single person yeah. say that was corny. Is so the, I definitely understand the Kendrick the Kendrick slide yeah. that letting him slide. Is the name N95? I could be being really stupid right now. Is that based mm. off the mask, like Corona mask, like an N95 mask? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, take off the jewelry, take off the fufu. Okay. Oh, that yeah. Okay. The way you were laughing, I'm like, oh, I'm wrong. I connect I that today. No, I'm like, you're oh, right, you're right. I'm like N95 mask. That makes sense. Um, moving yeah. on, we had um, so Rich. Being a little bit clever. <laughs> um, how did you feel about? I know you do not like this man. How did you feel about Kodak's yeah, inclusion on this now that we're getting to um, Rich Beard interlude mm-hmm. on the track Kendrick list. is a very smart man. He's a very smart man for um, not releasing that track list. Because if I would have seen Kodak, I would have thrown that phone across the room to yeah. hit the wall and break. Um, <laughs> but I, I, don't, I, I still don't know. Um, I've still, even people, they're not sure exactly why Kodak is on here. Maybe because of his lifestyle and being brought up in the same um, um, impoverished area. And being uh, conflicted and tempted to do these bad things in a public yeah. setting, maybe that is why he included him to share his story a little bit. I still don't understand why. Honestly, to me, I didn't. I, when it came to the the talking and the speeches and the the poetry, I enjoyed. But when I it came was cool to like, Silent Hill, 
Cut that out. Yeah. We'll get to that because that's like one of my favorite songs. I know you mm-hmm. did not like that. I thought the um the Rich Spirit interlude was like really cool, the way he was doing like the spoken poetry. Yep. And I think it's mm-hmm. interesting that I feel like Kodak Black, not that he doesn't deserve it because I, I like him. I think he, he gets like so much respect in the industry. Like Cole said, um, talk to the young homie Kodak, reminded me of homies from Ville, straight out the projects, no fake in this honest. I just wish he had more guidance for real. Like Cole shouting him out in the song. Kendrick's putting him on his Did album. This man? Did he just say Kodak? It's a lot of respect in the industry. I don't know if my ears, I don't Bro, know if there was a lie. He's got or Cole, Cole's talking about how Cole's dropping his name on a song and talking about if he had guidance, he'd be like a top yeah, tier person. Yeah, because he needs a lot of guidance, brother. He does. And Kendrick's <laughs> putting him on the album. Um, I, I think it was an interesting guess, um, but... conclusion. Um, but then getting into Rich Spirit, this is one of the songs that I started being. Um, I, I fuck with this one. How do you feel about Rich, about Rich yeah. Spirit? I didn't like it at first, and I did hear the West. It's really West Coast influence, almost like I could hear Vince on this very easily. Yeah. Um, but ooh, I'm attractive. Out of yeah. yeah, I'm fast, he's, bro. Yeah, it's he's feeling vibe. himself. That's probably one of my favorites off the track, off the album. It, it, it was a great track. Um, and the whole concept of it's not money that makes you rich, it's your insides that make you rich, which is something he discovered through therapy, which um, goes along with the whole theme of the album. Again, really deep stuff. So if, I, I feel like if you really enjoy an artist, you will enjoy if they have deep content to share. Even yeah. if the delivery may be off or whatever, I enjoy Kendrick, whatever he has to say, if it's deep enough and poetic enough, you know. I like the phrase, um, stop playing with me before I turn you to a song. Just sometimes, like, the way an artist yeah. phrase something just, like, sticks to my ear. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was a cool thing to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. The GOAT! <laughs> and then... <laughs> Next, we cry together, baby. Yeah. All right. So, this track, first, like, I hear that little zooming thing in my ear. Like, the ew! I'm like, Alchemist. Mm-hmm. I know it. Yeah. He's got that spacey feel. I knew feel. immediately. Um, shout out Alchemist. Mm-hmm. I saw he was so happy he was on this album. Um, mm-hmm. And he produced... Fear on them? Yeah, I, I think it was Fear. One of those tracks. I think it was Fear or Pride. I think Fear. If it's Fear, Fear is like one of the best beats ever. I love that yeah, song so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, but this track, another example, probably the best example to explain the album of how it's not meant to be replayed. But if you're listening to the album, what a fucking cool song. Um, first, shout out yeah. to um yeah. Taylor Page because oh his acting skills. And like... Me and my friend were listening to this album. Yeah, shout out Taylor Page. Mm-hmm. On first listen, when I was um, bumping this with my friend, like we were laughing out loud at some of the lines. Like it's it's funny, mm-hmm. like because like it feels like you're literally like yeah. there. Like you're, it's like an uncomfortable song. You're hearing two people fight, and they are just so yeah, good um, at going about it. Um, this yeah, is like some it's, it's some old school Eminem shit. It's very intense. Yeah, exactly. I saw everybody when they reacted to this. The first thing they thought was Kim by Eminem. Yeah. Um, again, we already know this, that um, Kendrick is inspired by Eminem as well. Even with the vocals of the high-pitched voices, yeah. the characters, the acting, he, he's known to do this. And I really enjoy Taylor Page. She she made this track at A+. Um, obviously, like yeah. you said, I don't really be replaying this in my car unless I was a psychopath. Um, yeah. Please call 911 if you're anyone bump into this. <laughs> but yeah. again, if I'm playing through the album, I really appreciate what it stands for yeah. and talking about the, the, like the discomforts of, between parents in America. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. like how, I love the intro to the song. I love the intro to a bunch of songs. I ha- this one starts with, mm-hmm. um, which, what, what are they singing? Um, oh, it's not, how, I'm not sure how it goes melodically, but it's a really cool intro. And then mm-hmm. it goes like, this is how the real world is. And then it goes into like the little bottle shaking, and then it goes into the yeah, song. Yeah, all the arguing. Um, yeah. This was a this was a really well executed um track. And I think mm-hmm. that I oh know there's one more song. 
when does it switch into like the second half of the album? Is it after We Cry Together? Or is it after Purple Hearts? Um, it's after Purple it's Hearts. It's after Purple Hearts, which okay. makes sense because it's literally the closer to the fight. Purple yeah. Hearts, shut up when you hear love talking. Just you got to understand each other. And before, yeah. when the track ends on We Cry Together is when you hear the footsteps, the whole stepper the yeah. stepper um, theme. And you shouldn't uh-huh. um, like step around the problem. So hearing Purple Hearts, I thought this track yeah. was so underdue. Summer Walker is amazing. I thought she should have had a project with Kendrick or a collab with Kendrick um, so long ago. But I love this. Ghostface yeah. Killer. Mm. Um, very similar vibe or like my opinion is very similar to Die Hard where it's like switching back and forth how I feel about this um, first shout out to our guy Westside Boogie for um, co-writing this um, I know he's from mm-hmm. Compton and notes are really cool if you I'm not sure if you've ever watched this um, I think it's a Vox it's some interview with Kendrick where he brings them to Compton like years ago on YouTube and you can see Westside Boogie mm-hmm. in the background like with all like the other people from Compton which is like really cool to see him just yeah. like hanging out there. Um, cool of Kendrick yeah. to include him on this album. Um, mm-hmm. I like you know um, I like Summer Walker's you verse. Go, sorry, my bad. I say I like Summer Walker's verse a lot. I really like this beat, honestly. I really love the drums on it. Um, and mm-hmm. Ghostface Killer killed it at the end. Um, yeah. But uh, I think I like this one more than Die Hard. We're talking does. about the two like poppy tracks on the album. These are easily Fair the enough. Two and you know a popular. crazy story about the uh, West Side Boogie feature. You know what? that Westside Boogie should be signed to TDE, but he's not because of the whole like Crips and Bloods thing, and he was born on like the an opposite really? side. It's because of that he's yeah he was not signed to TDE, but they still have some type of relationship ties. But they just couldn't sign him because of that. That's literally. great. Hey, you so, know Eminem, so that, not, exactly. not too shabby. <laughs> yeah, um, and to see that writing credit, amazing. That's awesome. And Purple Heart, if you didn't know, also is a military decoration awarded by the four branches of the U.S. Armed Forces to those who are wounded or killed. So again, like. Just making sure you love your loved ones before yeah. they go. You know, shut up when you hear love talking. Yeah. Bro, come on. Shut up when you I hear love, love talking. This first half, I, I think I like this first half a little bit more than the second. Just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, in terms of just the cinematic aspect of it. But man, and I get to the per- let's track after that finally. Yeah. And I personally haven't listened to too much Summer Walker. Um, but I might have to mm-hmm. now because I, I fucked with her voice and I fucked with this song. Um, and Westside Boogie amazing. had a new song called Stuck. Great song. His album's dropping mm-hmm. soon, so shout out to him. Um, shout then, out to him. Um, I think this next, next song... the uh, Mr. Morale side. Yeah, Mr. Morale side. I think you might agree with me. This is the best song on the album that we're, we're coming on right now, right? Count me out. Uh, Definitely up there. Definitely up there. I don't want to say it yet, but yeah. man, this song is different. Because I'm tripping the, 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 the sample. and falling. Oh Sam didn't know they were actually saying words when they were singing that. I knew it was words, but like I didn't know what they were saying for sure. I gotta confirm it. I gotta confirm it first, you know. You um, said slipping and falling, so technically I you, did. You said I, you're wrong. right. I said slipping. It's close. Um, this <laughs> is probably my um, this is probably my favorite um, song on the album. <clears throat> I just thought it was really well executed. This is a little bit more like classic Kendrick. I just think he's a really good ear for melodies, and that's what really came through in this song. Um, I like yeah. when the beat kind of changed, but he's like when like he starts doing like the whoo ad lib, like where he's getting hype. And I love when you count me, mm-hmm. yeah. I love when you count me, yeah. And it gets all hype. Um, yeah. This this was a track. Easily, easily. Um, and again, the whole breakthrough thing too. I'm um, getting to the breakthrough session. So definitely the big steppers. It was a lot of pain, but this more this Mr. Morale side was um, the improvement in his therapy. Yeah. And then after count me out, that leads to crown. Um, a lot of people are really dissing this track. As long as with the last track, just because it was so repetitive, or whatever. Like, do you guys not enjoy interludes? Like, what's your problem? Like, this was so beautiful. I love the concept. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Stormzy did something similar with his project from the UK, UK rapper Stormzy. Um, but just that, you know, 
he can't be your savior 100% of the time, um, especially when you, if you can't love yourself, you know, um, how can he call himself a savior? And, you know, you just can't, you can't always rely on him all the time. But I thought it was a beautiful yeah. track. Very, like, yeah, I agree. Very beautiful track. It does get a little repetitive. Um, where, like, yeah, it's a little too repetitive for me to keep bumping, but it is a very pretty track. Um, I guess. And then, <laughs> and then after um, Crown, we have a song that I fucking love. This sounds like some shit that's made by Monte Booker. Um, you don't like Kodak, which is hilarious, but Silent Hill. Um, I like it. And like, this is some a time when he uses the um, baby Kemish voice that I kind of like when he goes like, pushing the haters off me like, huh? Pushing the haters off me like, huh? Um, <laughs> you're going straight face. You don't fuck with that. Um, you see my you see my face, yeah. bro. Like, I was just so confused what this was. Like, at first I thought it was Playboy Cardi at first. And I was about to throw my phone against the wall. And I'm like, he's doing baby Kim inflections. Like, what is this? What? Again, like, I just... I thought yeah. I thought that was a goofy track. There's no need I, for that at really? all. Really? I think at all. I thought the chorus on this song, not like that pushing me part, was the second part of it. I thought it was the catchiest thing on the entire album. He goes like, head up, chest out, silence. I'm stressed out. Like I thought that was the hypest part of the album, honestly. I can see that going hard at the concert. You better you better start listening to it. That's out of all the songs that are gonna be performed at the concerts that you paid money to go to, this is the one that's gonna go the craziest. This piece goes so this hard. is gonna be me at the concert. <laughs> this is gonna be me at the concert when he plays that song. <laughs> I love that track. Next up, Savior. Um, Savior, I like. So, this was um. Ke- Honestly, I thought Keem rat his ass off on this. Obviously, it's still in his like kind yeah. of an annoyingish, squeaky voice. Depends if you really like that. Um, but I thought he was talking his shit. I was honestly impressed by his um. I mean, I don't know who writes it. I don't know if Kendrick writes it for him. It kind of sucks now that we always have to question what Keem's doing because it's hey. like. Let's hey, not Kendrick. let's not disrespect him, okay? No, that's like, even on family ties. He said people are questioning my pen. Kendrick helped him, but I think Kendrick is proud of hip hop and he knows the roots. And he's not going to be a ghostwriter to his cousin. He's trying to lift up. I feel like that's phony. To me, that's I almost hope, like saying I, Eminem wrote bars for Fifty Cent, which I don't know, maybe could, but I don't. I doubt I, it. I doubt it. I hundred percent. I, I also think that's way different because Fifty Cent was like an established rapper before Eminem signed him in like the mixtapes. Okay, like fair. people but knew. Don't he, sleep like, on Baby Kim. He writes. No, yeah, he did. and this this was a really cool song, especially Don't leading hate. into the um, full song Savior. Um, and I like how the yeah. beginning of Savior, he's like um, using all the example. He's like, you might listen to Cole. He is not your savior. And I thought mm-hmm. that was like an interesting, because it's true, because like we all tend to do it. Like if I met J. Cole, I'd be like kissing at his feet. But it's like, he's not your savior. Like this guy doesn't have more yeah. knowledge on you. And like you shouldn't only listen. Like if you want to learn about ex- like um, transgender, the community, don't just listen to this album. Like mm-hmm. Kendrick isn't the yeah. the end all be all on this topic, and he kind of talks about that on this mm-hmm. song that like you have to look out there more yeah. for information, which I thought was an interesting topic to cover. Yeah, and it's very powerful for him to say, very powerful for him to say, especially coming from him because he has literally all the power and he could use that any way he wanted to. Um, I love I love the collab with Baby Keem and also the previous track before. I was like when Baby Keem mentioned that um, his I think he said his uncle told him that none of this would happen. And now he's using the millions of dollars yeah. he made to buy him a coffin. That uh, hit. I'm like, that's a crazy art. bar. Um, this song was really, this song saver was really great. I just didn't like the chorus at first as much, the old baby thing. Um, but it's growing on me slowly. But yeah, it's dope. Also, there's one Next line track, on the, the Diaries. Um, I thought was another spectacle. I liked. I liked on the first song when he said, "Um, I bought Infinity Pools and never swimmed in. I watched Keem buy four cars in four months. 
I think that was just like interesting, like mm. him discussing how like Keem's dealing with the newfound fame and how Keem is falling into yeah. similar holes that Kendrick had when he first started getting money for the first mm-hmm. time. So that was an yeah. interesting thing to cover. Yeah. And then that song, I Savior. I really did. Savior leads into probably the most intense song of the album to listen to, Auntie's Diaries. Or Mist- or Mother I Sober, either one. But um Auntie's Diaries. Yeah. Like another song, example of a song that's like beautiful and like really, really deep. But I don't know if, if I can listen to that song outside of context of this album just because it's like something you I feel like you really need to listen to. It's not meant to be just like played yeah. for like fun. But an incredible track. I honestly didn't think it was that intense compared to like Mother I Sober. Or even like We Cry Together was a lot more intense. I, I really enjoyed this track. Again, I really feel like, and you question me on this, but I feel like a lot of times Kendrick is making music for the black community, for people impoverished to yeah. relate. And a lot of the stuff he's dealing with, which which leads to the summation of the album where he's saying um, when rappers or, or black men, you know, they hide their they hide their feelings and stuff like that and they act in certain ways where they shouldn't. But I think why Kodak is included in here. I just mm. I love it ten times more because I can relate with this so much, especially Auntie Diaries. Yeah. Not that I have anyone in my relatives um, who are transgender, but just the fact of that storytelling. I was surprised he got away with using that word. I was really surprised. Yeah. Um, he really got no backlash. Again, I, like you talked about before, if any other rapper said this, it'd probably be blasted. But because, well, it's I guess it's because, like in the uh, context, get a slide. It's like in the context of the context song, and I thought it was interesting at the end of the song mm-hmm. how his cousin said, like, if you're gonna get mad at that white girl you brought on stage for saying the M word, then like mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. use the F word. Um, which was interesting. Yeah. Um, and like, it was very like, obviously this album's made for the black community. Like I can't, like I wasn't growing up mm-hmm. in a household where like that wasn't accepted, but I can understand through Kendrick and listening to all this music. Like I, like it's interesting to hear that they were all like saying those words and making fun of it. And it was weird for him to have an uncle mm-hmm. and his mom told him that, Oh, his other yep. uncles are just jealous because he's getting all the girls. And um, I just mm-hmm. thought he tackled this pretty well. I thought it was a cool song. Yeah, it was definitely one of my favorites off the album. Honestly, top five. I'm not going to lie. For me, at least. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that track. Once I heard it first listen, I knew it was one of my favorites. Yeah. And the next track, Mr. Morale. Oh, my God, Pharrell. Pharrell. I even saw the video of them working yeah, on it. Yeah, he was going um, crazy. Uh, before, yeah, he was going crazy, bro. Kendrick murdered this. And I love it when Kendrick does the, oh, <gasps> Yeah. And it, it just goes crazy. So I love this track. Top five for me as well. Really, Mr. I. <clears throat> Mr. Ryan, I thought it was a yeah. really good track. Shout out to, um, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it right, but Tana Leon. Um, then Mother I Sober. Mm, just fantastic. Mother I Sober is a, was such a beautiful yeah. song. Um, just talking about his mm. mother's abuse and, the, and how the abuse mm. at her, by her own family and to the point that she's like asking Kendrick and no one's even believing him that he didn't get abused because they were so like scarred by that. And just him watching mm. his mother go through that and not being able to say anything. Um, like you said, this is easily his most vulnerable project, and like putting those things into recording, is like I I I say things in my own music that's nowhere near this vulnerable, and it's like, do I want people to know I think like about that in my family? So, like, kudos to him for doing that and executing it in such a good way. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Um, the meaning for him was more important. Than making replay value. I go why people can feel some type of way because they waited five years. But at the end of the day, it's not your music. It's it's a Kendrick's music. And it's yeah. what he wanted to put out. Um, obviously, Mother I Soul is not a song to bump to, but it's yeah. a song that I can truly enjoy. When it's raining, when it's night, I can definitely put this on in my car and really soak it in. Mm-hmm. Raining and soaking it in, I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, bro. Uh, and getting, <laughs> um, then getting into the um, final track, um, I thought it was a good. Um, I thought this was, this was a good conclusion, a good ending to it. Yeah. Um, what were your final thoughts Damn, on that? The, was so said unconfidently. You're like, yeah, it was a. a it was like it was a good closing song. Conclusion. I don't think it was anything like special compared to like. The, I don't mm-hmm. think it was like anything that's really stuck with me from the album, the last track. Um, but it did, did its job. He says this, it. but he's gonna listen to 2014. He's gonna he he says this right, but he's gonna listen to 2014 Forest Hill Drive and listen to the last track back. Like, Yo, this is the greatest. Note to self. <laughs> you when, he kept, when he's just listing off the credits of the album. Um, I actually tweeted this week. Off, that, uh, Kanye. Who cares? Note to self. Honestly, sh- the first part of Note to Self should be a full song. And I tweeted that. And I stand yeah, by that. Guy. Listen, listen to Note to Self after this. It's it's a cool. It's a good song. Mirror is better in my opinion, but I love this ending. And there's rumors too that Kendrick is serious, that he's choosing himself, aka that this might be his last project, maybe it's for not. a while or ever. I mean, he just got his new label, PG Lang. Um, but maybe it's not for him. Maybe it's just for um, yeah. the people he's signing and he wants to be a label head now. Yeah. Because um, again, a lot of this fame stuff, Loki did, I want to say it ruined his life, but it caused him a lot of pain and he doesn't want to yeah. go to that. He's not even in the public eye, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. It's going to be a while, I, mean, I think, before he drops another project. Yeah. I'm not the biggest Keem fan, but I'm sure Keem will keep doing well. He also signed another artist who I listened to. I wasn't like blown away by anything, mm-hmm. by the guy. Yeah. Um, but what's, what's your final takeaway from this album? How is it ranking for your album of the year list? Um, um, I need to give I know this sounds kind of whack, but I want to give it more listens. There's a time where I felt like, and I was really listening to this heavy, um, I said it was just as good as Damn, if not low-key, slightly better. I'm about to listen to Damn again. The thing is, I like Section 80 more than Damn. I know I do. Uh-huh. And Damn is an amazing project. I've but, seen a lot of Damn hate on yeah. Twitter this week. Really? Yeah, people are saying it's the worst album easily. I think it's better than this, but there are different types mm-hmm. of albums. Um, As of right now, I'm going to put it at his least best. Um, yeah, I'm going to because I like Section 80 and Damn more. Uh-huh. Um, but I think if I give this more listens, maybe it can compete. I get, I guess, because of the gritty nature and difficulty of listening to this, yeah. um, and the different flows and stuff, it, it does have to be at the bottom. But still, a great project yeah. nonetheless. Uh, it's like a seven for me, like around a seven, seven out of ten, light seven. Yeah, I do. I do something similar. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, once again, like there's albums that I'm listening to over this. Like personally, I really like the new Pusha T album. So mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm going to listen to a full album, I might pick up that first. But there's a time and place for something like this. Yeah. Maybe for a long ride, and you're like, eh, I need to learn some stuff. I'll bump yeah. some Kendrick. Ugh, either way, man. Uh, we still got a Kendrick album. I'm, I'm really grateful we did because it's been too long for that. Yeah. Um, but either way, man, Kendrick's one of the greatest, dead or alive, period, and no one can take that from him. And yeah. he has a crazy, crazy streak going on for his albums. But if you tune all the way to the very end, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you guys' support as we get into this whole virtual thing. Uh, make sure you yeah. like and subscribe. Give us five stars on, you know, uh, streaming. And I think that's it. Anything I'm missing, my guy? We out. We are out. <laughs>